Chapter 1 As long as midnight cloaks the earth with shadows grim and stark, God save us from the Judas kiss of a dead man in the dark. Robert E. Howard Carl's dream always started the same way. He was walking down a long, narrow passageway, cut through solid rock. No lights illuminated the tunnel, but the air itself glowed with an unnatural shine. He was not sure where he was going, or why, but he never stopped. His legs moved without any conscious thought on his part. He was only along for the ride. The dream had been going on for more than a week. No trace of it remained with him during the day. He forgot every detail when he awoke. Yet as soon as he drifted off to sleep, the memory of his long trek returned. Like some bizarre videotape, his nightmarish journey continued from where he had left off the night before. Deeper and deeper, he plunged into the darkness. Tonight he sensed a change approaching. Looking ahead, he could see the walls of the tunnel curving back and away. The passage was coming to an end. A shiver of fear ran through his body. Carl wasn't sure he wanted to know who or what waited at the mouth of the corridor. Unmindful of his anxiety, his body continued forward. There was no hesitation in his step as he walked out into a huge underground cavern, so vast that it could never truly exist. Size meant nothing here, in a world where walls stretched a thousand miles up into the darkness, and all traces of the horizon were lost in a majestic gray mist. He was on a narrow tongue of sandy beach, which reached out from the cavern wall to a vast underground river of immeasurable width. A solitary pier jutted into the flow, and it was there that he headed. Docked at the side of the jetty was a small boat. A solitary figure stood in the bow, waiting. Unbidden, the title, Ferryman of the Dead, entered Carl's thoughts. Drawing closer, Carl noted with relief the long dark cloak that covered the ferryman from head to toe. A deep cowl shadowed the boatkeeper's features. Carl felt certain he did not want to know what secrets lurked beneath that hood. "'Who are you?' asked the ferryman. His lifeless voice rang hollow in the emptiness. "'I am the one who has called,' replied Carl, the words not his own. "'Where do you dwell?' asked the ferryman. "'On the island of the flame,' said Carl. The cowled figure nodded. "'What is the secret of the bark?' The ferry came from the boatyard of the gods. You found it there in pieces, much like the dismembered body of Osiris. Only through the use of the art of magic was it rebuilt. I bow to your knowledge, said the ferryman. I will take you to the island of the magician. Carl climbed into the bark and took a seat on the bench at the front of the boat. Using a long pole, the ferryman pushed the vessel away from the dock and into the sluggish flow of the river. A strong current took hold of the bark, and within seconds they were out of sight of the shore. A thin mist rose from the dark surface of the water, making it difficult to see. In the distance, Carl could faintly make out huge shapes moving in the fog. "'The entrance to the underworld, and the judgment of the dead,' said the ferryman, answering Carl's unspoken question. "'Is that where we're going?' said Carl, surprised to find he could speak on his own. "'No.' the ferryman raised a cowled arm and pointed. Our destination lies ahead. A small island emerged from the mist. The domain of the sorcerer, said the ferryman. They docked at a stone pier, much like the one they had left only a few minutes earlier. Trembling, Carl climbed out of the bark onto dry land. Without a word, the ferryman pushed his boat back into the current. 
Soundlessly, the vessel disappeared in the darkness. The island was little more than a sandbar. At its center stood a jet-black obsidian throne. Sitting in the chair waited a small, ivory-skinned man, clad in a dull yellow robe and matched sandals. With shaven head and hawk-like nose, he resembled a human vulture waiting for its prey. Carl knew without asking that this was the one who called. "'Welcome to my prison,' said the man as Carl approached the throne. His voice sounded surprisingly mild, almost friendly. "'Please excuse this intrusion in your dreams, but it was the only way I could contact you.' "'Who are you?' asked Carl, once again in full possession of his...